Welcome, everybody, to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. So before we get into our fun stuff for today's potty sode, what are we snacking on? Potty. Um, <laughs> I'm having a salsa r- ruby red grapefruit today, please. Mm. It's pretty good. Not as good as the orange vanilla, but it's pretty good. Um, and I'm actually not snacking on anything, but I just had pizza for the 50th time this week. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I also am not snacking on anything. I am drinking my coffee, same as last time with the cayenne pepper, except it's uh, caramel coffee instead of hazelnut today. Nice. Um, yeah. The caramel one's my favorite. Yeah, it's the best, I think. Hey, Nespresso, so... don't cancel these flavors, okay? <laughs> these new flavors. Please don't discontinue them because we really like them. Okay? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Love, Jess and Alex. Um, But I did want to just talk real quick about a book that I read uh, over the last few days. It's called Beartown. So I was eating it up, snacking on it, if you will. Um, (laughs) But it was it was great. If you haven't read it, I definitely suggest that you do. Um, It's a five star read for me. I thought that it gave me all the feels. Um, It's by the same author. And forgive me, I can't remember his name right now. But it's the person who wrote Anxious People and A Man Called Ove or Ova. Um, I've heard it pronounced a couple of different ways. I'm not sure. Frederick Um, Bachman. Thank you. It was incredible. The characters, the character development was fantastic, especially when you consider that there were just so many characters in the book, but every single one of them felt like a real person. The storytelling was phenomenal. At the beginning of the book, he essentially tells you like what's going to happen. And yet you still have this really ominous feeling throughout the novel, just kind of like waiting and waiting um, and building the suspense. And there were a few uh, fake outs where I was like, oh, is it going to be this person? Is this what he meant by that? And by the end, it just completely took me by surprise, the whole book in general. I just thought it was amazingly well done. The writing was great. And a lot of feminist themes. And I know I, I had talked about this with you previously. I always get a little skeptical when there's a man writing on feminist themes and just uh, female topics, but he did just an absolutely wonderful job. There were a few times where, bless you, Rob, anybody heard that? <laughs> um, bless you, Rob. <laughs> but I mean, I just thought he did a, a great job. And there were a few times where I was just wondering like, did a woman actually write this book? Because it was, it was just, it was great. 
So if you haven't read it, go read it. There's also a couple spinoffs as well. So I'm going to be reading those next. Sounds awesome. I want to read that up as well. It sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I knew his name because you told me and I was like writing this down It's in my cart. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm bad with author names sometimes, but yeah. Sorry about that, Frederick. Shout Um, out to the box. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, it's time again for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Stay tuned at the end of the episode when we give you our sassy spatula award to whoever correctly uses the word in conversation during the previous episode. Each word of the day will come from the Word of Day vocabulary workbook by Franny the Pucks. Franny Puckley, follow the link in our bio to get a copy for yourself. Now, without further ado, Today's word of the day is quiescent, spelled Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-N-T, pronounced quiescent. It is an adjective that is defined as dormant or inactive. So (laughs) just laughing at me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, so let's come up with some examples to help us remember quiescent can you think of an example or several (laughs) or 963 (laughs) oh my god all right well um my stuffy nose lacks scent making it currently quiescent Oh, God. Very poetic. <laughs> Just in time out. Um, all right. So Atlas and his mom have a quiescent relationship for the majority of his life. That is a fact. And that is much better than my example. <laughs> um, how about for now, further reading of the hooves will be temporarily quiescent. <laughs> yes, it will be. <laughs> um, Josh now has a quiescent desire to rekindle his relationship with his dad your mom has a quiescent desire oh my god (laughs) i'm still in time out i'm still there (laughs) she's still she's not you're not coming out (laughs) all right all right right, so (laughs) before we give you the make it stick activity here's some trivia about the word quiescent abraham lincoln said Great distance in either time or space has wonderful power to lull and render quiescent the human mind. This gets harder and harder to do in a world of constant contact, but it's a wise observation indeed. Thanks for that little historical trivia right there about Abe the Lynx. You're Um, very welcome. (laughs) So today's Make It Stick activity, which will also be posted on our socials for you to engage with us. How about using quiescence? Describe three things that are dormant or inactive in your life or surroundings at the current time. Can't wait to see what you come up with. Yeah, can't wait to read about it. Okay, so now for our speech series. Once again, if you're just tuning in, our speech series comes from the Well-Spoken Thesaurus book by Tom Healer. And if you'd like, you can snag a copy for yourself in our links in bio. So this way you can help broaden your speech. So for today, to enhance our speech, we're going to say instead of no way, far from it. So instead of saying something like, hey, are you going there later? No way. Are you going there later? Far from it. 
How about some, how about some uh, examples that tie back to the hooves or the book? Got anything for us, Alex? Uh, sure. So <clears throat> Ryle is not, there's no way Ryle is ready to commit to long lasting change or Ryle is not ready for long lasting change. Far from it. Far from it. In fact, correct. <laughs> Very good. Okay. And for us, we can say, Hey, uh, are you going to read any Colleen Hoover books in the near future? No way. Or are we going to read any Colleen Hoover books in the near future, Alex? Far from it. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get ready for our rapid fire topic of the day. Ooh. For anybody who doesn't remember, we're going to set a timer for two minutes and we're going to have to come up with as many responses as possible for the selected topic as we can within those two minutes. So Jess, do you want to give them the topic today? Uh, yes, but before I do, I just want to say that last time we did this, we did awesome 80s movies, which we failed at because we failed under the pressure. And we forgot. Are you ready for this? One that we actually really like. Oh, Never wow. ending story, man. Oh, wait, that was 80s? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. I apparently don't know what 80s movies are. <laughs> apparently not. But I, I thought of that later that night. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, never ending story. Like, come on. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see how many things we can forget for this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry in advance. Yeah. But okay, so I will start the timer, but the first uh but first I'll say what the topic is. So it's uh 90s musical artists. Go. Okay. Britney Spears, my girl. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. Woo! Oh. You you brat. Um TLC. Uh Nirvana. Yes. Mariah Carey. Um, oh, Mariah Carey. Um, I don't know if Madonna counts. Yeah, no, well, she's kind of Madonna 80s, counts, but she was. She was yeah. also in the nineties. She transcends um, decades. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. Green Day. Okay. Yeah. Um, Metallica. Radiohead. Pearl Jam. Oh, Radiohead. Um, Nirvana. Ace of Base. <laughs> I saw the sun. <laughs> Missy um. Elliott. <laughs> Weezer. Oh, yes, Weezer. Missy Elliott. Get your yeah. freak on. Um, Aaliyah. Eminem. Or early yes. 2000s. No, Aaliyah. Mm. Here, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think she was 90s. Maybe. Okay. Oh, um, um, Oasis. Um, Wu-Tang. Oh, Wu-Tang. Celine oh, Dion. Biggie. And Tupac, yes, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Celine mm. Dion was a good one. Um, Cher? Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> yes, Cher. Absolutely. Oh, um, Destiny's Child. Yes, love Destiny's Child. Um, oh, was three LW nineties or that was yes, it was. And JoJo, JoJo, JoJo. love was JoJo. JoJo was nineties. Yes. Um, wait, wait. Three LW was uh, getting a little tired of your broken promises. Yeah. Promises. Yes. Yeah. Um, REM. R.E.M., yes. Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. She was definitely 90s. And Salt and Pepper. Oh, love Salt and Pepper. Oh, salt, I love salt and Pepper. <laughs> um, so I guess Dr. Dre, uh, Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. um, Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life. <laughs> time's up, time's up. Oh, okay. All right, we did a little better that time. Yeah. 
I was gonna say Lauren Hill, but then I I was questioning it. Was it nineties? Was she nineties? Yeah, she was definitely nineties. Okay, I think we did better with that than we did with the movies. Yes, round of applause. That wasn't that. too bad. Alrighty, that was pretty good. We love our nineties music. Okay. Um. Yeah. Beforehand, I had to scream out my girl Brit. She had to be number one. Yeah. Free Britney. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I was obsessed with uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC in the 90s. So Yeah, I mean, who wasn't? Right? Yeah. Uh, that black and blue album had me shook, as the young kids say. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. There are some good artists that we just named. 90s music was the best. The best. I got it. And there's so many. If I looked in our playlist that we made mm. for your bachelorette party, yeah, there's some really good 90s music up in there. So... I know. You know what? Neither one of us even said Deborah Cox. Oh my God. <laughs> like, is she 90s? Who even are we? I'm pretty sure she was in the 90s. And Tony really? Braxton. And Raina too? Oh, Tony Braxton was awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll be here forever if we yeah. do them all because we're we're big fans. Yeah. 90s music. So all right. So last week we did a get to know a segment where we went through 21 questions. We're not going to do that again, but we are going to each week ask each other a couple of questions uh, just to have some fun discussion and also for you guys to continue to get to know us a little bit. So our first question for this week is if you had a plane that could write something in the sky for the whole world to see, what would it say? Uh, look up and pay attention. <laughs> oh, wow. Or shut up and pay attention. Hmm. Wake up, world. <laughs> something along those lines. Hello, world. Um, I think it would say something like, I, I don't want to infringe on, you know, Nike's territory, but like, just do it. Like, just go <laughs> ahead and do it. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> not sponsored. It would have to say, just do it. And then. In parentheses, not, sp not sponsored. <laughs> parentheses, don't sue us. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Something well, like that. Uh, I mean, for that matter, you might as well get sponsored by them and just throw that up in the sky. Get yeah. some money out of it, I guess. Yeah, I that's a good point. Just maybe I'll extort them and be like, hey, if, if you want this plane to come down, or oh, that sounds scary. No, yeah, that's horrible. No. Yeah, just forget. <laughs> you want to crash this plane? Just forget all of it. All right. <laughs> I, maybe you could switch it up a little and just be like, you know, just f and do it. Sure. Yeah. Just, just go do, do it. it. <laughs> that thing you want to do, do that. Do it. <laughs> all right. So I got a question for you. Okay. Would you rather see out of your ears or smell with your feet? Oh my God. Okay. I would definitely see out of my ears. I don't know why you would want to smell with your feet. <laughs> Ooh, it's like <laughs> the whoever. worst spot to smell out of. I'm not, it, that's got to be the grossest place to smell out of too. I mean, right. I think of one more, but, um, but, but come on, obviously, I, I mean, seeing out of your ears is strange. Yeah. But I don't want to smell my, like my feet or the grounds or like what do I never wear shoes or socks again like am I never smelling anything except just inside of my sock yeah just constantly smelling the inside of your shoe like why would you imagine just yeah. what you smell all day long imagine like you're life? about to eat too and you want to smell your food and you have to stick your foot by it like that just sounds gross to me <laughs> someone's like here smell these flowers aren't they nice you just take your sock off and put your foot up <laughs> 
It's so weird. No. <laughs> yeah, I want nothing. I don't think anyone would pick smell with your feet. If you're somebody out there listening that would choose to smell with your feet, we need to know why. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> we need your reasons. Change our mind. Um, convince tell- us. <laughs> I don't think convince us that that's us. the right answer. <laughs> Definitely let us know in our socials or something. Maybe we'll post this for you again. But please let us know why you'd rather smell with your feet. And <laughs> we'll think about per- perhaps letting you sway us. But I don't know. No yeah. promises. <laughs> all right. So as you all know, we recently read It Starts With Us by Colleen Hooves. And we thought it would be fun to look at the reviews and pick our favorite good and bad reviews again, just like we did with It Ends With Us, in case anyone is on the fence about reading it. Um, and this is just a reminder as well that you can find our full book reviews on Goodreads at Alex Books With Cooks and Jess Books With Cooks. It Starts With Us currently has an overall rating of 3.91 out of 5 on Goodreads with a publication date of 10-18-22. So let's do the bad reviews first. Jess, you want to go? So you read the first one that we have. We actually picked one together. That's true. Um, we, we, did. <laughs> we didn't mean to, but when we both read them off, we had the same one because it's so amazing. Um, so and and the... then I'll, I'll throw a couple other ones in there that I have. Okay. So... The sentence that I picked out of this review uh, that I was going to use, which I thought was just hilarious, said, alternatively titled, a bland man does the bare minimum and people eat it up like he's an Austin character. Fair, fair point. <laughs> yeah, that actually started out too. Um, the same review was, welcome to, did this book really need to exist? <laughs> and I feel like that sums up our entire book review on mm. Tuesday's episode. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Another bad review that I had here um, was somebody that's like, I fucking hate Atlas in the second part of the book. What the hell, man? He is a romantic god or what? (laughs) Letters with lots of love and stupid past remembrance. We get it. His past was tough, but come on, man. And it says the author made all readers uh, throw up eventually about his past experiences. And then it says, finally finished. I can go and read some good stuff. (laughs) Savage. Person savage for sure. I really liked that one, though. Yeah. Just that this person said, I don't know, man, I'm glad for her that she's moving on. But like, give us the drama. <laughs> I liked that, too. Yeah, that's funny. I think, yeah, again, did. that kind of summarizes our sentiments, too, that this book was just boring. Yeah, <laughs> it needed it more. <laughs> lackluster, no drama. Where was the drama? Is it me? Am I the drama? I'm not the drama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's uh, move on to the good reviews. This is, again, a lot of these reviews are pretty lengthy, so we just pick and pulled um, a few sentences out of them. The one that I chose was, which actually I think we both ended up picking this one as well at some point. (laughs) Um, But it said, this book was like a warm hug. It was everything I needed after it ends with us. Atlas is perfect, in all caps, and I'm so happy for Lily and Emmy. Fuck you, Ryle. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. A great one. <laughs> Except for the the warm hug and that he's perfect. Just blah. blah. <laughs> the person wrote, uh, the book I didn't know I needed. Oh. Four and a half beautiful stars. And then um uh, some blah 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 stuff, but I won't <laughs> I won't I won't bore you with the details. Um okay. <laughs> but basically complete opposite of us. Um, because we were like, we don't need it. And this one's like, I needed it. Yeah. So, so um, there are people out there that did really like this book. Different and that's people. fine. Yeah. 
different strokes for different folks. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So now that we've heard what everyone else had to say, here's what we have to say and what we would put on our back flap of It Starts With Us. Jess, you want to tell them? Why, sure. Apparently, it ends with us. Didn't end. Read It Starts With Us. <laughs> All right. Jess and Alex. Jess and Alex. <laughs> uh, that was about as good as it was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we have another segment that we're going to be introducing on our Thursday episodes uh, where we talk about where the characters are now. So at the conclusion of the book, where do we think the story would have unfolded to in the future? Do you want to go first? Sure. So I think I think it's apparent that Lily and her new f- family will be blossoming um, in her garden that she will also be blossoming in. Um, I think that they will grow even further and they will obviously grow with it, with each other. So I think Lily uh, takes a step back and has a manager running the flower shop or maybe even she sells it since she alluded to the fact that she's not really happy with it. Um, So perhaps uh, she will take a step back and choose to raise her family and grow her garden um, in the future. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Don't really care where these characters are now, but I'm going to assume that Lily and Atlas lived happily ever after with Emmy, Josh and several kids of their own. Um, I'd like to hope that Ryle goes to therapy, gets some anger management, is able to rehabilitate his behavior. Um, I would say that Alyssa and Marshall also live happily ever after with their family. And that Jenny, Lily's mom, who we didn't really see much of, but I would like to think that she is continuing her healthy and happy relationship with her new boo man. Yes. And we hope that Josh is not to use this word again because it's so cliche at this point but is also blossoming um <laughs> in his teenage years uh being in a better upbringing of course yeah okay Yay for josh woohoo josh you go josh you go josh all right <laughs> so now that we've gone through the reviews Uh, We'd like to return to a segment called Rewrite the Novel. If you're just tuning in, this segment um, will let you know what we would have changed about the book that we've just read um, and how it may have influenced our rating, if anything. Alex, you'd like to take the reins first? Sure. So I would not have written this book in the first place. I... (laughs) I'm sorry, but I do think it takes away from the first novel. I think the whole message that Colleen was trying to put out there, I just think it it didn't reinforce anything. It just really took away from that messaging. I didn't like that. Um, but if I did rewrite it, I would have given Atlas more flaws. He was way too perfect. He never made a mistake. He did the right thing all the time. He never made a single mistake in the whole probably in his entire existence, it seems, um, according to Miss Hooves. So I thought learning about his past would give him some more dimension. Instead, we got this fantasy man that was on a pedestal. 
just too perfect. Just, I would have liked to have seen more conflict between him and Ryle. I would have liked to have seen him trying to mediate a release, excuse me, a relationship between his mother and Josh. I definitely in this book, we didn't talk about this in our last episode, but I had a big issue with Theo in this book. I really don't like when movies and books try to make these young children seem wise beyond the beyond their years for no apparent reason other than to propel some type of plot device he was not believable as a 12 year old i didn't really no 12 year old speaks like this kid and i just didn't like it um so i would have i would have removed that entirely i would have liked to have seen you didn't like that perfect uh considerate atlas had a therapist who was 12 years old i hated everything about it (laughs) <laughs> Everything about it bothered me. Why are you talking about sex and relationships with the 12 year old? I know in your kitchen so at your restaurant. I, yeah. It was weird. Weird um, vibes from that. Yeah. It, I mean, just have like a regular friend, just have somebody his own age that he can talk to. He doesn't have friends that he can talk to. We so the only interactions we see with him are with 12 oh, year olds. I can't. Right. And, and thank um, God he found a 12 year old brother because now he's already friends with 12 year olds. How so convenient. I know. Convenient Atlas. <laughs> I hate it. Um, <laughs> All right. So I would have liked to have seen a more realistic portrayal of Josh as a troubled child from a dysfunctional and neglectful home life. Maybe more of like Atlas working with him and a therapist, a real one to work through his trauma, which seemed considerable. And again, he's also he's only 12. You know, I'm sure he has some (laughs) coping skills to build. Um, It would have been nice to see a little bit of that in the book. I definitely would have gotten rid of the same letters to Ellen that were in the previous book. That was such a pet peeve of mine. I'm sorry. Why are you rewriting this just to make the novel longer? Um, This novel was already too long in the set, in the sense that it existed and just trying to pad more pages by putting the same exact stuff we already read in the first book is just, I just think it's uh, lazy writing. Yes. I said it. I'm sorry. I would have omitted that letter as well because I, I didn't need to reread the letter. Um, so I don't know if I wouldn't have written this book in the first place. If I did, I, I guess maybe all that she had to put was um, Atlas and Lily live happily ever after. And <laughs> So, I mean, I wouldn't have made this novel a sequel at all. Um, I would have made it a spinoff just about Atlas himself where Atlas revisits his past and talks about his future with with Lily. Um, We find out he has a brother. We see conflict between him and his mom, maybe some conflict with Tim, maybe some memories there. Um, I would have just made it the whole, you know, Atlas part of the saga um, and omitted everything else. Uh, We didn't need more of Ryle being riled up. Um, We got enough of that in the last one. And I don't know. I just feel like the sequel, you know, it didn't need to be. So maybe if she would have done a spinoff a series or just a spinoff novel with Atlas, it could have been sufficient. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Atlas's story and learning more about it. I agree. I, I think I said this in our It Ends With Us episode, but I would have been happy to read about him in a completely separate novel, even outside of It Ends With Us. Um, I don't think- right. Yeah, just yeah. so we could pick his Happy brain. I liked hearing his, yeah, I liked hearing what he had to say and what he was thinking, but I would have maybe went about it a little differently. Yeah. Okay. That's all. All right. So now we're going to transition into the cooking portion of our episode. 
and we thought it would be fun to discuss some helpful cooking tips. And today we're going to discuss pasta tips and tricks. Since the uh, ingredient of the week was pasta, we thought that this would be the perfect time to go over some helpful little tips for when you are making pasta. Jess, did you want to start or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. So if you're a lazy girly like me, uh, sometimes <laughs> you, you don't really want to cook and maybe you want to just make some ramen. On the packet of ramen, it says to boil some water and then put the pasta in, cook it for three minutes and then add the packet of seasoning when it's done. But if you want to spice up your ramen, make it taste a whole lot better, in my opinion, put the water on the stove, put the packet of seasoning into the water and then add additional seasonings. So I like to put some cumin, ground ginger, some red pepper, some cayenne, garlic, onion, maybe a little bit of black pepper, let that all boil, mix it up a little bit and then let it boil, then put in the pasta. And then when it's done, you just put it into a bowl and it's just a lot tastier than just a plain old bowl of ramen with some seasoning thrown in. That sounds pretty good. It is. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, w- I would hope that everybody would know that you need to salt the water. But I know there's someone out there who doesn't know that. So for you, please salt the water for your pasta. <laughs> for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> um, so my tip is going to be that uh, recently I actually started making homemade ragotta gnocchi. And I found it really super easy to do. And I wanted to um, share that recipe with you guys and, and give you an idea of how to make it. Mm. Um, I know there's a lot of you out there that's like, I'm never making that. <laughs> but trust me when I tell you that it's quick, it's easy. And you could, if you like potato gnocchi instead, replace it with some grated potato instead of the ricotta. If you don't do cheese or you could do a vegan ricotta, that's that's all to you. Um, but I use about two cups of ricotta two and a quarter cups of flour, but you can use a little extra flour um, once you make the dough. Uh, about two eggs. Um, I use large eggs or extra large, depending on what your preference is or what you have in, on hand. Um, and then about a cup of grated cheese and a pinch of salt. So you mix all that together until it forms a dough. And then once it does, you can move it onto your, like a pastry board or um, you know, your counter or whatever you're using that's floured. So just put flour all over the place, <laughs> flour on top of it until it becomes like a ball and then take little balls off of it. If that makes sense, like start breaking it into sections and then take the sections. Um, I would say as thick as your finger or so, and then roll them up long, long wise, like long little rolls. And then all you do is take a knife and cut them into like little cubes. And then you throw the little cubes into a, a boiling hot water and honestly they cook immediately so I would say I think it's like 50 seconds or or 40 seconds um yeah really quick super quick they as soon as they float to the top they're done you scoop them right out and Mm. then boom you just put whatever sauce you want over them and you have them nice super easy it's not hard Mm -hmm. um and they're pretty much ingredients that you already have um you might just have to get some regatta or whatever you want to use but like Mm -hmm. I said you could replace the regatta with potato if that's your thing so I personally never tried it that way but I love the regatta. I feel like it gives it like a, a lighter texture and yeah. I don't know. They're pretty yum. So yeah, no. Hope you make good. them. If you do, let us know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and if you do have a tip for pasta making or just in general for when you do make any type of pasta dish that you find that works well for you, send it to us in our email or reach out on our socials. 
We might test out your suggestion. And if we do, we'll credit you and we'll discuss the outcome in the future on the show, maybe. Hell yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So as you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the day, which we're renaming the ingredient of the week because um, we tell you what the ingredient is on Tuesday, and then we tell you what we made on Thursday's episodes. Um, So the ingredient for this week was pasta, which was inspired by Atlas's shrimp pasta that he made for Lily and Alyssa in chapter six. We were each supposed to make something using that ingredient. Um, So now let's review what we did. Alex, what did you make? So I made a spaghetti with a white wine lemon sauce, and Mm. then I threw in some garlic and onions, some red chili flakes, and then I topped it off with some cheese when it was done. Um, So I usually make this from time to time. Spaghetti is my favorite. I love it with a lemon sauce. Usually I like to add some other veggies to it, like zucchini. Um, I didn't have any, so I just did onions (laughs) and garlic this time. But you can really throw whatever you want into it. It's super versatile. It's really yummy and it's pretty light too. So um, the sauce is light. So for the summer, it's a really nice, uh, quick meal. That sounds really, really good. I love lemon pasta in the summer. Yeah. Yum. And I love white wine. Cooking with white wine is fun. Yeah. Um, and it, it adds um, the flavor. I was just going to say it really brings out a nice flavor in with uh, the, the garlic and the onions. It just tastes really good altogether. I love that we both cooked with alcohol. <laughs> <this time. laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, my recipe is um, uh, it's vodka sauce. Um, so we usually make a marinara sauce around here. So I usually have extra leftover on hand, which I will turn into a vodka sauce happily because I love me some vodka <laughs> sauce. Um, so I'm just going to give you my uh, my basic recipe that I use. Um, I've been making it for a very long time. So it just comes naturally in my head. So. Um, basically all you do is you take a whole onion. I like Vidalia onions. They're super sweet. Um, Mm. so you take a sweet onion, yellow onion, um, cut up the whole thing, throw that whole thing in a pan with a little bit of oil, um, maybe a little dash of salt, wait until they're super translucent. And then once they are, um, you could throw vodka sauce. I'm sorry. I'm lying. You could throw vodka (laughs) in there. Um, I use about a quarter of a cup. Uh, sometimes maybe a little bit more. I don't really measure it. So um, yeah. usually I just pour it in there. Uh, wait until that really goes down because otherwise it will taste like vodka. <laughs> so make sure um, that you wait until it's maybe like half the size it was, um, you know, let it let it uh, cook down and um, you'll see bubbles. It'll cook the alcohol off. Um, and then after that's done, you can take a whole stick of butter, throw that in there. Um, it will work if you use less butter, but girl, oh boy. I mean, really? Do we want to use less butter? Um, <laughs> whole stick, throw that in there. Um, after that's done, you take two cups of marinara sauce um, and a little splash of cream. If you like more cream, you could use it. If you want to make more sauce out of it, you could add more cream. You could do maybe up to two cups or a cup and a half. But I usually do about a splash, and that seems to be, work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, that's it. If you want to add a little more flave, you could throw in <laughs> some, um, <laughs> some uh, red pepper flakes. Yeah. Um, to taste, you know, so this way it gets a little spice going. All the red pepper flakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a, a quarter of a teaspoon or half a teaspoon, you know, whatever your thing. Um, as, you could do a little bit more. As many shakes as you need. Yes. And if you don't <laughs> like it, leave it out. It's an optional ingredient. So, but that's that's how we make vodka sauce in this house and we love it. Um, if we have any leftover, we'll put it on 
um, pizza crust or even English muffins left over and we can make a little English muffin mm. pizzas. Nice. So, lots of options. Very nice. All right. So if you have an ingredient that you really like to make a pasta dish that you enjoy, um, or a recipe that you're really proud of, again, feel free to send it to us on our socials, send it to us to our email. And if we decide to make it, then we will credit you and we'll discuss it on one of our future episodes. Yes. Oh, I forgot to mention, um, for the vodka sauce, I do add about a cup of uh, Parmesan cheese or a half a cup of Parmesan cheese in there. I forgot oh, okay. to mention that, but sometimes I leave it out because Doug's not a fan of Parmesan cheese. Can you imagine that? Interesting. So that's okay. why it didn't come to me. But <laughs> if you like it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys know, we want to have fun with this podcast. So last week we played Mad Libs with It Ends With Us. This week, we're going to have another game where we're going to take the title. It starts with us and we're going to scramble up the letters and we're going to set a timer for two minutes and whoever can come up with as many words as possible from the title, from the letters used in the title will win bragging rights. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So Jess, do you have a timer ready? I do. Ready? Set? I think so. All right. Go. Art. Art. Start. Art, obviously. You can't use the real words. All right. Rat. Okay. <laughs> Hit. Hits. Um, uh, wit. Wits. Um, wits, um, too. Yeah. Hat. Um, did I say hat? You, I don't think you did. I don't know. Star. Oh, star. Tarts. Tart. <laughs> tart. You're a tart. <laughs> um, your mom's a tart. Your mom's a tart. <laughs> um, tits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, just one, just one tip. Um, huts and hut. <laughs> uh, rust, trust. Ooh, good Come trust. On. Yeah. And here's where sit. we sit. <laughs> sit is good. Uh, sits. Um, tar, tars. Mm. Stats. Stats is good. Uh, has his. What? 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 <laughs> That, oh, that, this, this, yeah. Thus. <laughs> Swass. Tis. Hiss. Tis. Hiss. Like a hiss, oh, like hiss. a cat hiss. Uh, yeah. Sis. Yes. Wish. Ooh, wish is good. War. Wars. Mm. Har. <laughs> that does not sus that choice was sus yes (laughs) time's up all right sus was a good way to end that yeah we we, we were acting sus we were acting a little sus (laughs) but once again um we proved that uh, under under pressure is a little Mm -hmm. difficult yeah, but. I actually I think we did better than I was I was expecting. I was like, I'm I'm not going to see a single word. I'm going to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> I love boggle, and that's what that is. You yeah. know, like kind of in a way. Yeah. Um. So boggle is usually timed. So I guess mm-hmm. you know that that prepared me for this moment. Yes. Thank you, boggle. Um, thank you, boggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now before we announce the winner of our Stassi Spatula Award, we're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a Dougly minute or a chug of Doug. 
We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy chug of Doug. And now, a healthy chug of Doug. You guys know who it is. What are you doing right now as you listen to this podcast, huh? Are you on a treadmill or are you sitting down just eating? Be better than that. Be better than me too because I have a ton of stuff I'm supposed to do right now, but I am neglecting my whole backyard. I see a fig tree that I was supposed to plant way back when. The gutters need to be cleaned, but uh, I haven't done that. But do as I say, not as I do, all right? You know, I'm just, I'm trying to not do my responsibilities around here. I'm trying to run away. Seriously. I'm going to go join a circus. But uh, probably not qualified for the circus, to be honest with you. They, uh, I can't juggle. I don't grow hair on my body, so I can't be a wolf man. Uh, I'm not messing with any bears on unicycles. Tigers jumping through hoops, not for me. Next thing you know, I get mauled. I'm missing my legs. I'm rolling through life like, like Lieutenant Dan, but I don't have Forrest Gump to give me ice cream. Uh, but let's get on, on to real stuff. Uh, the New York Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to let you know that now. Lock that in. All right. Um, what other manly stuff am I, do I have for you guys? Uh, you know, just uh, live life. You know, be better than me. It's going to be hard, but do it anyway. You know, that's uh, that's all I got. So chuck that today. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. All right, everyone. Before we go, we have the Sassy Spatula Award to give out from Tuesday this week. The word was frangible. And the award goes to... No one. No one. We used it a zero amount of time. So I guess you could say that our usage of the word was frangible pretty pretty frangible (laughs) you guys suck our next book review will be on fourth wing by rebecca yaros which will air on tuesday august 29th we'll be reading and reviewing the first 19 chapters during this episode and then we will review the remaining chapters the following week on september 5th so if you're reading along you'll want to read up to chapter 19 for next week Join us then for our thoughts and join us again next Thursday, August 31st, for another party episode. episode. Also, don't forget that we'll be releasing a book of the month episode on the last Wednesday of each month. Our first book of the month will be on Emily Henry's Happy Place, and that episode will air on Wednesday, August 30th. If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in our discussions with us. As an Amazon associate, member of other affiliate programs, we want you to know that we do earn from qualifying purchases. So if you do help support us, we do appreciate you. Thank you for that. For anyone who's just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so be sure to check out our socials for updates and bonus content. You can find us on Instagram at bookswithcooks underscore podcast, on TikTok at bookswithcookspodcast, on Twitter at Books with Cooks, and you can visit our website at bookswithcooks.wixsite.com. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can also email us at bookswithcooks 
at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Goodreads for our full book reviews at Jess Books with Cooks and Alex Books with Cooks. We'll include this information in our podcast bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. So this week's rapid fire topic of the day, uh, just to remind everyone, we're going to set a timer for two minutes. We're going to have a topic and we have to come up with as many um, uh, whatever it is for that topic. Responses. <laughs> Responses. God damn it. All right. Okay. So for today's speech series, we're going to be once again, uh, as a reminder, if you're just tuning in, um, taking some examples to enhance your speech in your everyday life from The Well-Spoken Thesaurus by Tom Healer. It's a book um, that helps broaden your speech. Um, so this way, when you speak to others, you speak a little enhanced. Does that make sense? You speak better? I don't know. You speak like a charm. <laughs> you guys suck! <laughs>